Hello and happy May the 4th. Today we are launching our shirt store on SquareSite and you will be able to find it in the link in our bio and we are very excited. This is our first foray into merch and now all of our listeners, uh, whoever wants one, can have a Ebon Hawk podcast shirt in seven different colors, all the great colors, and it has the Ebon Hawk logo on it with the Ebon Hawk podcast logo going into hyperspace. Yeah, it's a pretty good looking t-shirt. We're excited to get the merchandise store kind of off the ground here to celebrate uh, May the 4th. So definitely go check it out. Like I said, links in the bios, or you can go to ebonhawkpodcast.square.site to check out what we've got. We've got the t-shirt up now, and we'll be hopefully adding some more stuff soon. So uh, thanks for checking it out. Hello there, this is Cassia. And this is Brian. Welcome to the Oven Hawk, a podcast discussing Star Wars news and Knights of the Old Republic. Spoiler alert for the Knights of the Old Republic series and the Star Wars films, TV shows, and all other media. This is where the fun begins. May the 4th, everyone. Today we are having Nerf Herder Co., aka Melissa, on our podcast. And Melissa, what gave you the idea for combining candles and Star Wars? Yeah, so I've been trying to rack my brain as to how exactly I came up with the idea um, because. Honestly, like I like candles, but I've never been really obsessed with them. And, and before this, I don't think I really used a wax melt. Um, so um, I know I did some searching on Etsy for something Star Wars related. And I saw um, a little wax melt that somebody had created. And it looked like these little silicone molds that I had bought for my kids for when they were babies um, so that I could kind of make their food look a little more interesting. Like I had um, a Millennium Falcon shaped one, um, X-Wing, Stormtrooper, all of that. But they've been sitting in one of my cupboards for a little bit because my my kids are older and they don't luckily need their food period anymore. Um, I also had this candle from Bath and Body Works that I was just sick and tired of and I didn't want to burn it anymore. It was just too strong. So I thought, you know, maybe can I make one of these, you know, fun looking wax melts? So I basically deconstructed that candle melted it down, poured it into these um, silicone molds and let them harden for a while. And then I tested one out in a, in a wax burner and I thought that actually smells pretty good and it worked, that looks awesome. Um, and so Star Wars um, in particular has been um, something I've loved since I was probably about 11 or 12. Um, and I've kind of you know fallen in and out of love with it over the years, but since COVID happened and I, you know, you know, as with everybody, we all kind of needed a comfort thing. Um, mm-hmm. And so I started getting back into Star Wars a bit. And so I thought that, you know, it might be fun to look into this a little bit more. 
Um, so I did a little bit of market research and all that and saw, you know, there was a little bit of a, uh, I think a gap what I felt in the market. So I decided to take my love of Star Wars and what I had found that I could do with these candles and wax melts and decided to put them both together. And then, you know, the Nerf Herder Co. was born um, in December of 2020. And here we are today. Yeah, because last year, I kind of feel like there was not much for me to do. Like movies, there weren't really movies coming out. I didn't really know people where I lived and we were kind of just staying at home and sheltering in place. And so my number one hobby I picked up in 2020 was buying candles, you know, like just being like, oh, cool, this one smells nice, you know? And uh, that was great, you know, but I, I was sad and I was like, there's just no like Star Wars candles, you know, like great Star Wars candles that I can find on Instagram. And I was kind of sad that I couldn't find any until uh, you appeared in January. And from what I can tell, you've had an amazing run. You, you launched your store in January, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Mid-January. Okay. And then like, you've like hit like 1400 plus sales already, which is incredible. And the Star Wars community seems to just be loving what you're doing. And you've created a great and positive branch in the Star Wars community. And we're thrilled to feature you for our May the 4th episode. So thank you very much for coming on. Yeah, for sure. And I think um, I first heard about your company, I think when Cassia had posted a picture and I want to say it was maybe an Indiana Jones uh, candle that you'd posted mm -hmm. or, or a melt first. And I, that was the first time that I had seen your company and have been following you kind of ever since uh, she'd posted that and I uh, have picked up, you know, a candle and a few of the wax melts myself. So, so yeah, definitely, uh, definitely glad to have you here for uh, May the 4th. Yeah, thank you both for having me. I'm I'm super excited to be here. Yeah. One thing we were wondering is how did you choose your company name? Yeah, so um with with this, I was looking around and trying to get ideas with um logos. Um, because that's one of the things that's been kind of important to me has been branding. Um, and so I just saw some other logos that I thought. Uh, kind of popped into my head that I thought might work with um, Han Solo's blaster because Han Solo has across the years been you know one of my top favorite characters and again this you know it, there wasn't so much a set process per se it just kind of popped into my head the whole um, you know nerf herder insult that um, you know Princess Leia throws at him in Empire Strikes Back and so, you know, I wanted a name that, you know, for Star Wars people, you know, they would get it, but it doesn't immediately scream to most other people Star Wars because obviously the basis of my business is and will always be Star Wars because, you know, that's my first love, but I do and I have started to branch out outside of Star Wars. So, you know, I didn't want to have such a, you know, Star Wars specific name. But again, if you're a Star Wars person, you know exactly what I'm referring to. Um, so really, that's why I went with it. And it was just one of those things that when I picked it, it just kind of felt right. So I just went with it and didn't bother to try and think of any other names. And yeah, that's why I stuck with it. 
Yeah. When you get one that fits, just uh, just go with that one. Stick with that for sure. Exactly. Yeah. And it's a beautiful logo and you can definitely tell there's Han Solo's blaster, but then there's a beautiful bouquet. I love the colors and the stickers that you put on each candle. They're, they're classy. And I mean, I, I recently posted this. I saved my jar because I just loved the, the sticker so much and that my Anakin Skywalker Jedi Knight candle came in that I planted a succulent in it. And it's my first succulent I've had in years. So I'm like, I'm very happy. And uh, my Star Wars lo-fi candle is burning right now, you know? And it, it's like, kind of like a cool, like bronze color. And then I, I loaded up on some old Republic wax melts. And then I may have, you know, gotten a lot of, I'm celebrating and treating myself for May the 4th. And I may have gotten, you know, a lot <laughs> of wax melts and it'll be a, it'll be a fun surprise. And I'll definitely have to post that for sure. Uh, so great logo and a great product. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Did you have any tips for people who are wanting to launch their own business? Yeah. So, um, my, at least my, my background and like my, my work that I do day to day has been, um, actually in the finance industry. And for the past five years, um, a lot of what I do is analyze the financials of small businesses. So with that in mind, I feel like I had a little bit of a leg up in terms of, um, understanding how businesses work, how to get them started, doing the financial analysis and, and all of that, which I think was really helpful. One of, there's been really kind of a few things that um, I felt have at least partially helped to contribute to um, at least so far my success. You know, I've only been doing this like three and a half months. So knock on wood, it keeps going well, but who knows if it'll drop off at some point. So take all this with a huge grain of salt. Um, but the, the first part is, is, as I mentioned before, doing market research. So obviously when it comes to having like candles and wax melts, you know, that's a multi-billion dollar industry per year. So it's pretty saturated. Um, so I made sure to take time to not only search on Etsy, um, even though I knew that that's what my, um, my first platform was going to be, but I searched on Google. Um, I was looking at, you know, other websites where people can sell like handmade goods to see what was already out there. Because while I had this idea and it had worked well so far in terms of my testing at home, you know, I didn't want to spend my time or money on something that didn't look like it was going to work um, because other people weren't selling it very much or there were other people already doing it in a way that I thought was cool and they cornered the market and it was fine. So while if you search, you know, on Etsy, um, for instance, for other Star Wars candles or wax melts and things like that, I still felt that there was a little bit of a gap um, in terms of some of like the characters or locations that I felt that should be covered or looking at even like the sense that they were offering. Um, you know, personally, I felt, you know, maybe these weren't quite a match for what they were going for. I mean, and somebody could also say that about my business. So it's all subjective, but it was just something I noticed. So I thought, okay, it looks like there's a little bit of a gap in there and let's see what I can do. Um, one other big thing that I did is um, during my testing phases is I made sure to um, calculate down to like the penny 
what's called your cost of goods sold, or you often hear it in the finance industry, COGS. So it's basically how much does it cost to make your actual product? Um, and that includes, you know, all of the packaging, like the ink to print off things, your labels, all that stuff. Like think through everything really methodically and, you know, use spreadsheets. Even if you don't like them, use them to track all of this stuff so that I could see, you know, if I wanted a margin of say like 50 or 60%, what would my price need to be? What was my average cost? All that stuff. I know for a lot of people doing those things can be intimidating or boring. And there were times I got sick of doing it, but I think it's helped contribute to some of my success because I knew what my pricing needed to be for me to get to some of my financial goals. Um, because like one of the things that I saw when, when I was on Etsy is, you know, somebody might be doing something slightly similar to me and I would see their price point and I would have no idea how they were making any money. Now, maybe they were doing it as a hobby, so making money wasn't really part of the equation. Um, but I kind of assume if you're on Etsy, you are trying to, to make money. And so I just wondered really how they were making um, any at all. And I think that's one of the problems that I see, especially with small businesses, is just not pricing things properly. And along that same um, thought process is, you know, don't price it too low. Um, obviously, you know, I hemmed and hawed on this for so long consulted my husband who has no idea about candles or wax melts at all. So he just kind of sat there like, sure, I guess people will pay that. Um, but I really, you know, I had to kind of sit back and think about the time that I spend on these and the care I put into it um, and figure that also into my price. And so, you know, one of the worst things you can do is price your product too low because obviously nobody wants to go back to a shop to buy something again and see that their prices have increased. So if anything in the beginning, price it maybe a little higher than you're possibly even comfortable with and see if people will buy it. If not, over time, start adjusting your prices. Um, you know, it's really getting to understand your own worth and the work that you're putting in. And I just see too many people kind of underestimating that. Um, and so those would be kind of the three big things that, um, that I would um, kind of focus on. Yeah, definitely good advice. Um, I actually had uh, my own business for about four years. We shut down uh, last year. And yeah, putting in the legwork kind of up front to understand your your pricing structures and things is is really important, especially if you're wanting to treat it as a business um, as opposed to a hobby, uh, like mm -hmm. you mentioned. So yeah, so definitely good advice there. Uh, really good advice for any potential entrepreneurs out there or anyone who's you know looking to... Uh, turn, you know, kind of their hobby or their uh, passion into a, a business. Uh, Cassia, did you have anything in particular uh, small business uh, related that you wanted to touch on or? Um, I just wanted to say that, I mean, I have purchased a lot of candles in the last year and I feel like this is the most like high quality candle I found. I can tell that it was crafted with care and the scents smell so good. Like the first time I smelled the Anakin Skywalker Jedi Knight candle, I was like, I was like, this is what a boyfriend should have smelled like, you know, <laughs> like when I was, when I was growing up in like high school and I was like, dang, like, and it, it was just, it looked nice to take a photo of. And there was a lot of candle and it lasted a long time. And 
like I'm keeping it around even even after the candle's gone. So, and I have been a repeat customer. So I can tell that you have done the research, you have created something great and you have a whole lot of passion behind what you do. And uh, I think you'll you'll be around for many, many more years to come. So Thank I'm you. excited to see what happens. So let's take a quick break and we'll have more to talk about. All right. Well, uh, we kind of talked about how the, you know, the business side of things get set up, but uh, now it's time to get to the important stuff and talk about, you know, these actual scents and inspirations and things like that. So, uh, Melissa, I'm on your website right now, and it looks like you have, you have a, a bunch of different scents. So which one of these is your favorite, or do you have a favorite kind of combination of scents? Uh, which one, if you were, if you only had one to one wax melt to put on, uh, which one is your go-to? Um, so I would say my indoor one has kind of overtaken every single one. Um, I didn't realize until I created the scent for that one, um, how much I love the scent of forests. And that one to me smells like an, uh, you know, a legitimate forest that I'm walking into. So anytime I have to make a new batch of that, or I'm making a candle, I just love how my house smells. So that one is completely overtaken any other one that I had loved before. Okay. Well, that's good to know because I actually have uh, the candle version of the, uh, the Endor there. So that's good news. So I'm uh, definitely <laughs> looking forward. I haven't, I haven't burned it yet. I'm still using my uh, sample melts that I got with my, with my order. They've just been lasting too long. So I haven't gotten into the candle yet, but, but yeah, Endor candle, definitely looking forward to that one. Um, I also picked up some melts of, I believe you call it the best pilot in the galaxy. Yeah, uh, the Poe one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course, a nod to uh, Poe Dameron there. And that one smells uh, fantastic. I've not started uh, melting it yet, but just, you know, opening the package and, uh, you know, taking a smell of that one. And that one, that one's great. Uh, Cassia, you've gotten several of these melts and candles. Which one has been your favorite so far? I know you're trying to make your way through all of them, but. Yeah, so I started out with the Anakin Skywalker Jedi Knight candle. And that has like the white sandalwood smoke. And is it pronounced oud? It is. Yep. Okay. Oud. And I was like, that smells really good. And then I followed that up with the Star Wars lo-fi candle kind of inspired by the Star Wars lo-fi kind of playlist. And the day that the Star Wars, the Old Republic candle was the, the wax melt was announced. I was like, okay, I'm going to get a lot of those, you know? <laughs> so I'd probably have to say that Anakin Skywalker was my favorite, but I love the lo-fi candle and the wax melt has been, it's the first like wax melt I've ever had in my life. So I'm like, oh, it's, it's pretty fun. And I have to say you kind of captured the beginning screen when you're creating your character in KOTOR. There's like kind of like churning smoke behind you so I was like I don't know if you've ever played it but I was like oh it, it kind of evokes the beginning of the KOTOR game so yeah it, it was pretty fun yeah okay well those are our, kind of our 
our favorite scents. You said your favorite scent is Endor, but what are the most uh, popular ones or has it been changing? I know you introduced a, a lot of different um, you know, smell varieties and you know, all the time we're seeing new one pops up, but do you have kind of a most popular one, one that seems to, you know, kind of draw the most attention from people on, you know, Instagram or through your uh, shop? Yeah. So overall, the one that has had the most orders has been my general Kenobi one. Um, but one that just absolutely blew up um, once I released it. And even for a few weeks after, honestly, was my Thrawn scent. Um, oh, okay. And I mean, I'll admit, um, I'm not super into um, or really that knowledgeable, I'll, I'll put it, with the whole, I guess, kind of Thrawn community that's out there. Uh, I mean, the Thrawn that I know, because I've, you know, loved Star Wars, admittedly, almost like, what, 20 years now? I'm starting to feel old, even though I'm only <laughs> 33. But the Thrawn that I remember was from, like, the Now Legends books. Um, so I haven't read any of the new ones yet. So I, I didn't really know, I guess, how much people love Thrawn. You know, this had been a suggestion from a few people to do that scent. And I'm like, yeah, sure. I love taking requests seeing how they do, what I can come up with, that's great. But that one just exploded. Um, you know, I had um, one of my, um, you know, one of my most ardent followers, she posted about it in, I don't know if it was a Facebook group or another Instagram group. And all of a sudden that day, I got 22 separate orders for the Thrawn Wax Melt. Um, and that just blew my mind, you know, these kept coming in. And so I was having to make more batches um, to cover the orders because I didn't know that I was going to have that many people interested. So, um, so that one was definitely a, a surprise and is a, you know, a bestseller, but, you know, if you just look at the, the list of the number of orders, General Kenobi has been a pretty consistent one from the beginning and was one of the first ones that I created. So I always have like a soft spot for, for my General Kenobi scent. And, you know, I also love Obi-Wan. Yeah. Well, in the, with the new Thrawn book coming out, uh, I think you'll probably uh, stay up on the Thrawn orders here for at least the next yeah. couple of weeks as people are reading through this uh, new huge uh, Thrawn novel that just came out. So, uh, so that's awesome. But so when you're, when you decided to make uh, your Obi-Wan Kenobi candle or your Thrawn candle or, you know, any of these uh, different scents uh, that you come up with, what what comes first? Does the uh, does the character come first, and then you try to match the scent to it, or do you come up with a good scent profile you like, and then think about you know who that might apply to in the uh, Star Wars universe? So it depends. It, this you know this process really isn't something that's scientific. So like if I ever tried to bring on somebody you know to help me with this, it'd be kind of tough because you know it, this is kind of subjective. Um, and so sometimes, you know, especially when I was first starting, I had certain characters in mind that I wanted to cover. Like, for instance, I knew I wanted to do a Qui-Gon Jinn one because there's just not a lot of stuff out there for him. And The Phantom Menace was always my favorite prequel movie. So that was one, um, you know, I just bought, you know, in the beginning, just a bunch of, bunch of scents that I wanted to try. And I happened to smell one that I'm like, that one works perfect. We're going to make the wax melt and just move on. Um, then there are other times where I'm just browsing the several websites that I, you know, get a lot of my scents from, and I read the scent profiles and the kind of, you know, the fragrance notes that they list in there and, you know, think, oh, that sounds something that could be interesting. Um, or I think, hey, that might work well for that character. 
So, you know, I'll buy it. Um, you know, I'll smell it. Sometimes it hits right away where I'm like, oh yeah, that's totally, you know, for general Kenobi, which is what happened. I smelled that scent right away. And I'm like, okay, I'm done. That one works perfect. But then there are others that like, you know, I have a box of scents that I haven't assigned a location or a character yet, just because that hasn't quite come to me. Um, but I know at some point um, it might, or I want to take that scent and like mix it with another one to create something for a character or location. Um, you know, it just kind of depends. And then also, you know, I get requests a lot of the time, whether it's through Instagram or somebody uh, messaging me through Etsy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like the Thrawn one, for instance, that was a request. Um, Old Republic as well, that was a request. Um, or even like my Darth Maul one, which I had never thought at all of doing one for him until somebody suggested it. And I'm like, oh, you know what? That kind of works. So like I sat on it for a little bit, thought about him as a character, watched some videos. And so I saw, I, you know, I took a look through all the scents that I have, because I have this big cart with way too many scents on it. Um, and saw if I already had anything and I didn't at that time. So I went online again, just kind of looked at what people were offering because I had an idea in my head as to what I might want. Um, and luckily the one that I bought worked perfect right out of the gate. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a different process kind of depending on maybe where my head is at or, um, you know, what I might want to work on for that week, whether it's more requests from people, or if there's something that I've wanted to work on for a while, Mm -hmm. like for instance, the funeral of a queen one, um, that one I really wanted to do because that scene in um, revenge of the Sith for me is, um, one of the most, um, you know, beautiful scenes in really any of the movies. So I knew I wanted to create some kind of scent to memorialize it. And honestly, I didn't care if nobody bought it. I really just wanted to do that for myself. But it turns out a lot of other people like that depressing scene and want to be (laughs) um, depressed along with me with the wax melt. Um, So yeah, it's really hit or miss. Some weeks I like to do more requests. Others, I'm doing something that I'm interested in. Um, And honestly, I just kind of go with it. There's really no like set process. Um, It's just flying by the seat of my pants, honestly. Okay. Well, there you go. Well, so obviously, you know, the big one here is Star Wars. That's, you know, the bulk of the the candles that you make. And I mentioned earlier that Cassia had uh, Indiana Jones uh, wax melt or candle um, that I'd seen. But what about other fandoms? Uh, Do you do any others or are you looking into any other uh, fandoms or? Oh, yeah, definitely. So, um, besides Indiana Jones that I have, um, already up in my Etsy store, I do have a couple for the Hamilton musical because I'm a history nerd. So that's like one of my favorite musicals. And eventually I'll kind of expand to that. I just went back to focusing on star Wars. Cause that's kind of where my base is. Um, but, um, so tomorrow, so by the time this podcast comes up, it'll already be released. Um, I'm releasing two, um, for Marvel characters. So I'm doing one for uh, Bucky Rogers and then one for Sam Wilson when he becomes uh, Captain America, um, just because the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, you know, ended last week. Um, and so with the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, that's kind of gotten me a little bit more back into Marvel. Um, and I've gotten really good reception with those two so far. I mean, we'll see how they, they sell, but my plan is um, along with doing um, Star Wars, um, that I'm going to do some more Marvel characters. I already have a lot of ideas in my head, 
um, of what I'd like to do. So I think that's kind of the next universe that I'm going to expand more into. I also um, have an idea in my head and I, again, don't know how much interest there is in this. This is more a personal thing, but one of my favorite movies, you know, for 20 years now has been The Mummy. And I wanted to do one for the two main characters that I think I'll release at some point. So um, Star Wars will always be my focus, but um, I'm having fun branching out into, um, you know, other universes. And then obviously if anybody has any requests or anything, you know, I'm more than happy to, to look into those and see what I can do with them. Oh, it sounds awesome. Yeah, for sure. What about uh, you, Cassia? Do you have any, any uh, fandoms you'd like to, to maybe potentially get a candle from one day or? Um, I mean, I'm very, you know, in the Star Wars, but part of me is like psyched that you're kind of visiting some uh, classic films like The Mummy. That's a that's a fun ride, you know, fun classic movie. Um, but I guess like one fandom I think would be awesome to see represented would be Mission Impossible you know I don't know if you're into that but maybe oh, I do. yeah those are good movies yeah. yeah so Mission Impossible would be cool there's a whole lot of films Tom Cruise is like 60 something and he still runs better than me so maybe he'll be making <laughs> these movies for 50 more years or so but uh, there's a whole lot of movies like going back into like the 90s you know and they're all kind of different all some great characters, some great scents and some great locations. I think that would be cool, but I'm glad that you're getting into Marvel. You could have a, a lot of fun tying it into Falcon and the Winter Soldier and there's the Black Widow coming up. So that'll be awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, the Marvel ones sound really cool. I'd be able to play around with the scents and then obviously the, the different colors and things. And I think oh, that just kind of Disney plus will probably keep you busy, right? Just whatever's coming up around the, <laughs> around the corner. You can, it's true. Uh, yeah. I can draw so much inspiration, but you know, there's only so much time and wax in the world that I don't know if I can keep <laughs> up, but I'll try. <laughs> yeah. I think your general Kenobi candle will, will get a, an uptick whenever there's Kenobi news, you know, and when mm -hmm. that makes it, so I'll be fun. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So uh, so back to Star Wars here. So here's here's the important bit. So we're uh, we're Knights of the Old Republic podcast. So you've done the High Republic. You've done uh, Jedi Fallen Order uh, since. You've done the Old Republic now. Uh, but we we need to know Knights of the Old Republic. Are are there are there any plans for some Knights of the Old Republic since? Uh, because you know we're here if you need some help consulting. Uh, Cassia is a candle expert after her 2020. Uh, deep dive into candles. So, so what do you think? Uh, Knights of the Old Republic candles. So full disclosure, I would say probably the Old Republic era, and this is going to disappoint the both of you, is probably my weakest point um, within Star Wars. Um, however, um, I definitely do have plans. I've been doing, you know, kind of my research and things like that, like I had to with creating my Old Republic scent. And um, I'm not going to give any hints as to any characters that I'm looking at right now, even though some of them will be, you know, pretty obvious. Um, but they are definitely on the horizon. Um, and I mean, I've had so much fun, um, you know, getting 
to know this era a bit more. Um, you know, I've been looking, you know, at the, the video games and, and things like that um, to look at the characters, um, their personalities, movements, everything like that. And um, I definitely have some um, ideas and some form formula sense that I've been working on that um, don't worry, you will definitely see some more Old Republic stuff in the future. Oh, that sounds awesome. <laughs> but I think it's always great to have other people look at KOTOR. And I think the great thing about Star Wars is like, you don't have to be an expert. You can just like something and discover something. I think you don't have to know everything. You don't have to be like, well, this and this happened in this year before the Battle of Yavin. Like, it's fun <laughs> just to like, uh, just experience things as a fan for fun, you know? So I'm, I'm thrilled to see that you're covering uh, the KOTOR era. And uh, if you ever need us, like we volunteer as tribute, so. <laughs> no, and thank you for that. And really, um, you know, the, the older public stunt that I did was, you know, really a suggestion by you. And I thought it was great because, um, you know, again, it's definitely one of my weaker areas of Star Wars knowledge. So um, it really has been so much fun doing the research. Um, and then also, you know, listening to your podcast as well has been helpful since, you know, you know, you guys are really experts in it or I'm such a novice. So it really helps me kind of understand that whole world so that when I do create these scents, um, you know, that it works, that, you know, people don't smell it and go, well, that is not what I thought at all. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited to, to see where this goes. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's definitely good news. Good news for us that will be able to, uh, kind of watch along as, you know, you create all of these, uh, new scents and, uh, you know, explore all of these, uh, different eras and different aspects of Star Wars, you know, something that, you know, everyone loves. And like Cassie said, we all kind of come into it at different, you know, stages in our lives and, you know, a different movie was our first one and different characters are all of our favorite characters, but, uh, it's really great to have, uh, something like the Nerf Herder company that, you know, can kind of encompass, you know, just a lot of different aspects and a lot of different, uh, the feelings and things that you get just from the different characters and locations and things. So that's pretty awesome. So. Yeah. And uh, I mean, Brian and I, we've been covering that there's like been a big increase in like KOTOR merchandise being released and there is a fan film being worked on by Unreal Cinema and it, the rumors kind of seem like, it seems like there's going to be a remake or a remaster in the KOTOR era. So it would probably be like, I don't know, what's the word? Like synergistic? That's not a word. I made that up. Um, so, it's, it sounded like a real word though. So Good yeah, timing good, good, yeah, for, sure. for KOTOR candles. So that's what I was going to say. Yeah, here you go. Yeah, so Knights of the Old Republic candles. Yeah, definitely uh, very excited about that. And you know, you said you don't want to get into to too much and we have the... Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier uh, candles. I think that those are up on, uh, you might have posted a teaser of those onto your Instagram. So if anyone wants to go check those out, make sure they do. But do you have um, anything else in the pipeline that you want to talk about or things that you're thinking of or uh, 
releases coming our way. You don't you don't have to give any any spoilers out if you don't want to. But if if there's anything you'd like to like to mention or drop a nugget here, you uh, can uh, definitely feel free to. Sure. Yeah. So um, I am revamping my candles just a little bit. Um, and mostly that's just due to, um, number one, I'm super picky with the vessels that I want, um, because I want them to, to look nice so that like, um, you know, you can reuse them and that's kind of the idea. Um, you know, I just don't want them to be like, once the candle's gone, you throw them away. So, um, I've been looking at more ones that are a little bit more colorful and kind of fun. Like for instance, today, um, you know, I got in the mail from another small business, these awesome looking um, concrete vessels that I'm actually testing making a candle right now to make sure that um, everything works well. Um, but that's been one of my big things is um, revamping those a bit and then having a ton to release at one point. I'm really hoping I might be able to squeeze some in before Tuesday, May the 4th, but we'll just kind of see since, you know, I have a full-time job and two little kids to watch. Um, but that's kind of the biggest thing that I'm working on right now, because a lot of the times when I release the candles, since I do kind of small batches, they sell out, um, relatively quick. So I'm trying to have more and then have some more interesting, more colorful looking vessels, not just like white and black ones, which to me are great because I like that look, but sometimes I also want something a little more fun. So I'm trying to branch out, um, a little bit with that. So that's, that's been my focus. Um, no really other, I don't know, exciting per se announcements um, besides, you know, maybe there's going to be another new drop that I haven't hinted at all on May the 4th, um, possibly, maybe, I don't know. Um, so, you know, keep a lookout for that to see if I do happen to drop something else that day. Um, but yeah, it's just kind of same old, just keep an eye on my weekly schedules um, for my three new releases, at least three new releases a week and um, see if there's anything that interests you there. Yeah, awesome. And yeah, definitely make sure um, anyone listening out there uh, that you're following Melissa on, on her Instagram, keeping an eye on her Etsy store. Uh, Melissa, why don't you tell everyone where they can, you know, where they can shop for the candles and where they can, you know, get a hold of you and see what you're working on? Yeah. Um, so my shop right now is the Nerf Herder Co, just C-O, um, at Etsy. Um, I am working on my own website launch, um, taking a little bit longer than I had anticipated because, again, I'm, I'm picky with how things look. Um, so expect that, I would imagine, probably in May. But for now, you can go to Etsy. Um, then same, Nerf, the Nerf Herder Co on Instagram. That's probably one of the best places to follow me in terms of updates um, sneak peeks of new releases, things like that. Um, and then you can also find me on, uh, TikTok as well. Also the Nerf Herder Co. Um, that's where I post, um, you know, video sneak peeks of things, or, um, you know, I'm highlighting a particular wax melt, you know, for the day, um, that I can, you know, put music to all that stuff. Um, I don't really do anything fancy on TikTok. I don't know if it's because I feel like I'm too old for TikTok. So don't expect to see me doing like any of the dances or anything like that. It's pretty much just going to be uh, just, you know, showcasing the wax melts and candles and things like that. So um, if you're into that, you know, go follow me on TikTok as well. But I would say Instagram is probably one of the best bets and definitely the social media platform that I update the most. 
Awesome. Well, Cassia, did you have anything else we uh, you wanted to uh, talk about tonight before we turn Melissa loose and uh, go watch the Bad Batch and you know enjoy all of the May the Fourth festivities? No, just thank you for coming on, and uh, we love your candles. And this was a great episode. So everyone out there, uh, happy May the Fourth! You know, it's it's Star Wars Life Day, basically. So have a have a good one. Have some blue milk and cookies, you know, leave them out for Yoda. Yeah, perfect. And uh, thank you once again, uh, Melissa, for joining us. Uh, that's uh, at the Nerf Herder Co. So go uh, check out the shop and get yourself some candles. And you can find us on Instagram at Evan Hawk Podcast. And if you want to connect with me, you can find me on Instagram. It's at Astro underscore droid underscore. The Evan Hawk can be found on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, as well as everywhere else that Anchor Podcasts are distributed. Subscriptions, reviews, and shares help us out. Our intro and outro themes were composed by Alistair Schuerman at alistairsounds.wixsite.com forward slash Alistair Sounds. Our transition music was composed by Christian Walker at christianwalkermusic.com. This episode of the Evan Hawk podcast has been brought to you by Nikki Dog from Patreon. May the force be with you. We'll be back soon. Bye for now.